Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, February 8th. Now we're jumping the shark. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 3, verse 5 from the King James Version, which reads, So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. This is God's word. Jumping the shark is when we say a storyteller goes too far and breaks the bounds of credulity, snapping us back to reality. For many of us, it it doesn't take much. You're letting yourself go into the story unfolding on the screen, and then the person next to you just has to exclaim, that's not realistic, like that would ever happen. Jumping the shark is an idiomatic expression that goes back to the show Happy Days in that episode where the Bonds, a is water skiing which for me was already jumping the shark. And as he goes, he jumps a shark. At insert eye rule here. We may all have different thresholds as to when something jumps the shark, but this moment crossed a collective threshold of believability, leading to the steady decline of the show Happy Days. Yay. Jumping the shark, pushing the envelope, nuking the fridge. They're all idiomatic ways of naming something that has gone too far and parted with the realm of believability, as we then turn away to more reasonable fare. Now, when it comes to the Jonah story, for many, that collective threshold is crossed when he's swallowed in the depths by that dog gadol, that great fish and somehow stays alive inside as the dog Godol serves as his divinely appointed Uber back to where he was supposed to be. We can buy the sudden storm. We can even buy the storm stopping on a dime when Jonah's hurled overboard. And we can certainly buy the sailors crying out to their gods and casting lots, though Jonah managing to sleep through all of this down in the hold of the ship may be as believable as Jesus being sound asleep in that nearly swamped fishing boat, but we'll give that a pass. Some people can sleep soundly through a 6.2 earthquake, it would seem, so yes, we'll give that a pass, but swallowed by a great fish and then surviving inside for what, days? Seriously? But you see, this doesn't jump the shark for me. I mean, We live in a mad world where weird things happen. Throw in faith in a creator who fills this entire realm of earth and sea and beyond, and who is endlessly creative with a wicked, that is, in other words, an awesome with a twist, sense of humor and imagination. And then being swallowed by such a dog cadol shaped for just such a moment as this and the remaining life for several days, well, that just becomes child's play. What does threaten to jump the shark, at least for me, is a wholesale turnaround of humanity, as is described as happening in Nineveh. I believe in God, yes, and I even believe in a dog gadol swallowing a flighty AWOL prophet for days, and 
or, or even in miraculously appearing gourds and the worms that consume them on command that we'll encounter in the next and final page of this Jonah story. But wait, humans? Like humans listening? And not just humans, but a whole society of humans set in their ways historically, systemically, economically, socially, militarily, politically. Humans owned by a culture steeped in a centuries-deep practice of gratuitous violence and barbaric empire-building, domination and exploitation of weaker surrounding nations. Yeah, them just listening and stopping and changing like on a dime because this guy walks through the city gate? Really? Could a flighty bird of a Jewish rabbi walk into the heart of Berlin during the Olympic Games of 1936, loudly announcing the imminent fall of the thousand-year Nazi Reich? Yet 40 days and Hitler will be overthrown. Yeah, just how do you suppose that scenario will play out? And then didst a loud outcry commence, starting within the Hitler youth and reaching all the way to the wolf's lair as the Fuhrer removed his uniform and did shroud himself in sackcloth, ordering the entire OKH, the Uberkommando der Wehrmacht, aka the German High Command, to do the same, from Goebbels and Goering and Himmler all the way down to every goose-stepping soldier and from thence to the merchants and beggars and bankers in the streets and the cows. Let's not forget the cows, all the German cows, all wrapped in burlap and crying out for mercy from the Jewish God, who then relents as Germany voluntarily disarms itself as Hitler converts. The Holocaust never happens, the Second World War is avoided as that flighty bird of a rabbi moves on to Moscow and then to Tokyo and then, if he dares, into Washington, D.C. So tell me, did we just jump the shark? We pushed the envelope, nuked the fridge? Perhaps we now have a feel for the make-believe, jump-the-shark feel of this Nineveh story to its ancient audience. And yet we, and they, need to swallow this part of the story too and trust where it is taking us. Because sometimes the frog does jump out of the kettle. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, just how hard is it for you to swallow that an entire culture deeply entrenched in its ways economically, religiously, politically, socially, systemically, could in fact do such an about-face as Nineveh does in the Jonah story? How about your neighbor next door? How about you? Lord, I confess I regularly underestimate you. Your power, your grace, your creative imagination, your resolute determination to see blessing flourish as far as the curse is found, to turn wasteland into wonderland, to transform condemned prisoner 24601 into Jean Valjean, Nineveh into New Jerusalem, dark humanity into revitalized divine image bearers. Be your mercy. <laughs>